and they go back and forth asking them hip hop questions, and it's it's interesting, it's real fun. So uh, check that out and support those dudes and what they're doing over there. Uh, today we're gonna talk a little bit about let's see the top ten cheapest states to live in for 2021. So this uh, this is interesting. I found this interesting right here. So this is states that you can live in that's pretty much a little bit cheaper according to the price of the food and uh, your utilities out there. And then just the overall price of living. So what they're saying here, you got about 10 top states. So number 10 is Indiana. And the kicker with Indiana is supposed to be the average home price is somewhere around 350000 Average cost of milk is $1.39. The monthly energy bill, I guess this is for a whole home. So you could think half of this if, if you're getting like an apartment or something. But 147.72, so about 150 for the state of Indiana. So, you know, that's up in the Midwest for those people that don't know. That's over there near the state of Illinois and what, Kentucky? So somewhere yep. around there. Well, no, Kentucky, yeah, Kentucky a little more southeast, but that's where the Jacksons is from. So that'll tell you what's going on out there. Yep, yep. So. That's number 10. We're going to keep it moving here. We're going to go right on to number 8. Um, Tennessee was a tie there with those guys. And Georgia was a tie. So those two states were a tie. Bill amounts is pretty much the same. But, yeah, you got Georgia on there. I said Tennessee, right? Yeah, Tennessee. Yep. Tennessee. All right. So Tennessee's down south. Then number 7, you got New Mexico. Those that would like to That's move. That's a shock. Yeah, New Mexico. They're saying a half gallon of milk is two ten, and the monthly energy is one fifty five twenty nine. But they're saying here, let's see here, you can rent an apartment in Albuquerque for about one third of what you would pay in Bethesda, Maryland. So for you people that yeah. don't know where Bethesda, Maryland is at, that's not far from uh, Washington D.C. That's right. Um, that's the DMV, right? DMV, yeah, yeah, down in the DMV. So, yeah, that's what they're saying about that. And they said, and your heating and air conditioning bill will be about 20% less in New Mexico. So, that's New Mexico right there on the list. Uh, number six. I'm not fucking with this one. <laughs> Alabama. There you go. I'm good. Home. Talk about, talk uh, average about, average home. About. You get a home down there for about 310, 315. Uh, half gallon of milk is 180. Yes, food is cheaper there. Uh, and the monthly energy bill, for some reason, for this state is 180. So that's down there in Alabama. Let's see. One third Alabama. Of, yeah, one third of what you would pay out there in Orange County in California. Yeah, I ain't messing with Alabama. So number five is Missouri. Almost in the middle, but not in the middle. So yeah, mm-hmm. out there you're talking, uh, let's see, consumer index price, 6.1%. Average home cost is two ninety nine. So yeah, that's Missouri. Now, it was something about Missouri. Let me see here. It was something about the price of living because one of these got a little bit of a kicker with the price of living. So number four is Arkansas. And Arkansas, and man, ain't fucking with Arkansas either, man. That just look, it look dim out there. That's the Arkansas. Number three is Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma was the one that had the kicker here. Where is it at? Yeah, Ponca Ponca City boasted the lowest apartment rents in the country, in the country, not county, in the country, in 2020. Okay, at just 502. Mm. For a two-bedroom unit. So that's that. And that's down there in Oklahoma. And then after that, you got Kansas, which is also out there in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the country. And then you got Mississippi's number one. Um, let's see. Your dollar will go further in Mississippi, America's cheapest state for 2021. What you think about that? Number one in particular. Uh, one of the number one in particular that just ties into like a few of the other states, which is uh, I'm I'm going to generalize it, but these are mostly plantation cotton areas. 
okay? Uh, and in addition to the big farmland areas as well. So once you get rid of, I won't say get rid of, but once let's say an industry is removed, like uh, cotton, or let's say you get rid of all the individual local farmers, ain't no need for that kind of land out there or it's going to get cheaper. And I think that this is a direct correlation of just the uh, the abandonment, I should say, on, on, on a great, great land mass that could be, you know, populated with great functioning cities. Right. That's what it is. But it's a reflection of the poverty that does exist out in those in those certain locations as well, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, mm, I think so. I mean, just looking at something outside of looking at that that list we just went through. I mean, it's expensive out here. Some cities that's small and the rent is still sky high. So, yeah, it's, it's right. an interesting list uh, to look at and think about if you're trying to move somewhere and get away from where you're at or whatever. Um, you know, rewind and listen to that again. So, other than that, I'm gonna definitely do that, G man. Not to cut, but definitely because you know yeah. I was talking to uh, a, a couple of realtors, and there's been an influx of you know since the pandemic, especially that people trying to get back out to these rural areas. Uh-huh. Like right now, it's it's it's, uh, it's the seller's market right. in, in certain areas. So these places where it's uh, inexpensive to to uh, live. They may have a, a a resurgence, depending on what type of business and industry people can do there. But with a lot of people working from home, don't be surprised if because this piqued my interest. Because I heard a couple of good things about Oklahoma. Right. You Same know, here. Not, not not that I would move out there, but those those prices are attractive if you're trying to set some stuff up, or even if you just temporarily want to go out there and and do some business and pay a cheaper price than what you would be paying. You know, like myself here in New York City, because this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, New York is crazy. You know? It's crazy up yeah. there, but I'll tell you this: it's well What's over up? it's well over two hundred markets here, from tiny to big mm-hmm. in this country. More than two hundred, I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Check out the map. Check out the list. It's out there somewhere. You know, explore the country. You might find something. You know, you never know. Right. So, and, and now, brother, uh, I know I know we're gonna move on, but just just to be on a positive note, now, just consider. Let's say, for example, you know, we know some folks, but let's just hypothetically say you get twenty or thirty. You know, I won't even say black. Just say some good folk that got a couple of pieces of coins in their pocket, mm-hmm. and they say, "Look, these places are undervalued. Why don't we build something out here? Whatever it may be." Mm-hmm. That's going to allure and, and attract people to come out there and you buy some of that property out there and you take advantage of the situation. This this is what that Black Wall Street was all about back in the early days before they, you know, did what they did. They were thinking in that aspect. But now it's kind of like, you know, the, the, the folks that are in position to make some financial power moves. I don't really see them going in the direction to where they taking advantage of like certain situations like this that do exist. Or they may, they may, because I saw something with, what's his name, Lil Boosie or Lil whatever. Mm-hmm. He, he's trying to set something up from what, from what I was reading, where he's trying to create a whole city. He's trying to buy a whole town, mm-hmm. which is, which is the mindset that people should be thinking on. Right. But that's just, that's just me. I digress. But these are, these are places where, you know, other folks would see opportunity in them, and 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 definitely capitalize on it because that's the that's the country we live in. 
Yeah, and have been living there. It's always That's little. Right. It's every state is these little corners. Like you know, somebody might check out Steubenville, Ohio, and that could be the, a reflection of them. And they could, might move mm-hmm. there and live there the rest of their life and love it. But Joe, right. on, that, on that note, we about to stop this right quick. Take a little break. We'll be yeah, right, we'll be right back. Yeah. Listen up, listen up. Ain't no comparing me to you. You know what I'm saying? There's only one me. There's only one me. Stick to what you do. You feel me? Stay original. Listen up. Huh. Just one. Ain't no comparison. That's embarrassing. If you want to be like me, fuck the BDEYE. If you're trying to see what I see, then I see that you are not me. Ain't no comparison. That's embarrassing. If you're trying to be like me, fuck the BDEYE. If you want to see what I see, then I see that you are not me. I'm the smallest dog in the corner when you back down. Got bit but never quit, I'm back strapped now. I'm the link to the car to fuck the crack now. Lawyer on the case of blue trial and got the facts now. Now, settle down. I'm the hot water in your kettle now. 2005 Black Rebel now. I'm the trouble in your child, nothing's allowed. I'm the only individual running this now. Running your mouth, we'll get your results. So homie, if I go for your throat, believe it's your fault. I tried to warn you when I tried to tell you some was no joke. You wouldn't listen, so my mission is to go for broke to show you. Ain't no comparison, that's embarrassing. If you want to be like me, fuck the BDEYE. If you're trying to see what I see, then I see that you are not me. Ain't no comparison, that's embarrassing. If you're trying to be like me, fuck the BDEYE. If you want to see what I see, then I see that you are not me. I'm K-Tone against a K-9. A great brother, knife to a gray nine. A Porsche 911 to an A-Line. Homie with sight. All his life now today blind of money with life And he got a chance to hit state lines I'm Mike Tyson in this prime 45 stolen car, no license and just did a crime I'm the man with the mastermind yeah. Full scam and the hundred grand axe pro nine I'm the best when I'm at my worst I'm the rest of the shells from the shoddy now with just that hurts Alcoholic in the liquor store, going berserk We in the cell, that's a L, son, I'm blowing it first to show you Ain't no comparison, that's embarrassing If you want be like me, fuck the BDEYE. If you're trying to see what I see, then I see that you are not me. Ain't no comparison, that's embarrassing. If you're trying to be like me, fuck the BDEYE. If you want to see what I see, then I see that you are not me. You get one buck, you get one shot, you get one chance, two hands, one stop. There's only one me, there's only one you. So what you need to do is be original. You get one buck, you get one shot, you get one chance, two hands, one stop. There's only one me, there's only one you. So what you need to do is be original. Yeah. Yes indeed, yes indeed. Hip hop, hip hop. Knife wonder and buckshot. Great combination right there, man. No comparison. 2005 release. Duck Down Records. Yeah, um, yeah, ain't nothing really going on too much. Like I said, we ain't trying to. Ain't nothing going on, but a lot going on. Yeah, you a know, lot. It's the quiet before the storm. You know <laughs> that, right? Yeah, they saying it's a Delta variant going on. Uh, Come on, bro. COVID variant going on, and it's called Delta and all this other shit. So they say that people are like supposed to start wearing masks. I think in St. Louis already. Let me double check that right quick. Hey, check this, right? What's up, man? You know, it, 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 I don't know if you know the rest of the world or 
you know, whoever's in the listening uh, range of what we're doing here is aware of the fact that New York City is putting on a mega concert that's due to take place in the Five Boroughs. Mm. Did you hear about that, G? I thought it was in Central Park. Well, that's one of them. Okay. That's the finale. That's the finale. That's the, that's finale. the cap off. All right, all right. Yeah, but the point that I'm making is this: like the mayor got on the TV and said, "Never in history has there been such an event to take place in New York City." Right. So, me being the wise, intelligent man of knowledge and wisdom and understanding that I have, why would someone or a city put on such an event right after a pandemic? with the oncoming of a major variant that's about to really, really impact society, as they say, why would they do such an event, G? Why would they put these on in each borough? Population control. Think? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, listen, we I could go into the conspiracy thing. That's a whole other show. It's a big party going on all of a sudden. We're going to celebrate the fact that you know, New York was successful out of the hope. Come on, man. It just seemed a little suspect to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a lot of a lot of strange shit going on over the next couple of years, if not for the rest of the world. But um, the time spent on the world. But, uh, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Yeah, I, w- I wish I could go in a tunnel somewhere, man, and I just know. come back out. Like, what animal does that? The ones that the groundhog, that's what he does? Yeah, yeah. And then pick pick his head up and then see what's going on out there. And if she don't look right, he go right back down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell you know? yeah, that, that'll be something to have, man, because right now this shit's looking crazy. You don't know what's what. Mm-hmm. People going crazy, just acting crazy. You know, just just crazy shit in the workplace. Uh, crazy oh, shit when, when you get home. Just it's a lot going on out here. So crazy shit on an airplane if you try to go on a so, vacation. Man, man, I mean, you couldn't pay me enough to get on a plane right now. Fuck that. I'm not doing that. Man. I'm telling you, man. These people nuts, 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 nuts. So uh, yeah, let's see what we're gonna do right quick. I think we're gonna go on ahead and get to the typical standard. Of what we do on the show. On the Scramble Life show, because life is scrambled. It's definitely scrambled. And uh, this is a scramble part right here. A little something like. What you need? Ah, take it to the bridge, man. So let's see what we got going on this week with Teacher Sex. For those that don't know, Teacher Sex is something that we feature on the show every week, and it shows how uh, a lot of these Uh high school teachers, for the most part, have relationships with students, and we show you the scenarios that happen and also a lot of times what the outcome is. So this week right here, uh, we might have one or two pieces going on this week. This one right here is about a teacher that was jailed for having sex with a 14-year-old student. This is over in Australia, so this this will be like our first or second overseas joint. 
So uh, with this one right here, a, a teacher who engaged in sexual acts during in between classes with a 14-year-old student has been jailed for at least two years and five months. So that's what she's getting over there probably. Uh, Monica Elizabeth Young, 23, when she first began messaging the boy. So she was 23 when she began messaging the teenager on Snapchat during Sydney's first coronavirus lockdown. So mm. when his geography classes resumed, the boy acceded to Young's dare to hug him, District Court Judge Kate Trail said on Wednesday. Uh, it also says here she was sending the boy nude photos within days, then organizing meetings on school grounds. Always on school grounds, man. All right, uh, in a classroom during a lunch break, she said uh, he didn't have the balls to engage in digital sex intercourse, and after sexual contact occurred, she kissed the boy on the lips. All right, so sexual acts uh, also occurred during a movie screening with other students nearby. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, How old was she here, 23? She's around 23. And uh, one hour, she was hot in the ass. <laughs> one afternoon on a staircase <laughs> in a public car park. All right, man. So the quote, very serious crimes involve taunts, encouragement, and young physically assisting the boy's hands. Judge Trail said the teacher must have uh, recognized the boy's uh, sexual immaturity and she egregiously uh, breached the trust of the boy's parents, of course. And of course let's see, let's see, the offender was also a figure of authority. She exploited his vulnerability, blah, blah, blah. So now she's 24. So this happened within the last year or so. So she's 24 now. And had only been at the school for a few weeks before the uh, country plunged into lockdown in March. So she probably started at the school at the top of the year, last year. And so mm -hmm. she came in there, she got it popping. So she was only there a few weeks before this went down. Okay, so she scored a ATAR of 44 and only qualified in physical education. Uh, she says she was overwhelmed with teaching geography, blah, 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 a bunch of bullshit, other stuff with the story. And that's pretty much that one right there. So. Thanks. Youngin. She was the youngin'. That's the youngest one, G. Yeah, she's about the youngest one because they're always somewhere between 20 and 35 for the most part. So mm. she, she was the youngest one. Um, other than that, we got a follow-up here. Uh, we have reported back during episode number 21, which was, I think, back around March, uh, about the Alabama teacher who claimed it was uh, her constitutional right to have sex with her students. All right, so she was fighting for that. And where we left off last time, they were just going through the case. Uh, you know, she had sex with two of her students, uh, but she argued it, so that's where the whole thing came from. So she was messing with two of them and she fought it in court saying, you know, it was her right. So at the end of the day here, she pleaded guilty to one count of uh, school employee engaged in sex act with a student. Blah, blah. Yeah, she got 18, she got 18, 18 months. Okay. That's what it was. Right, right, All right. right. Okay. So basically on, this was about three weeks ago. So on that Thursday, she was handed a 10. No, my bad. Let me get this right, man. So Carrie Witt, 47 on that okay. Thursday, which was about two, three weeks ago was handed a 10-year sentence, but will only spend a year and a half behind bars, followed by another 18 months in a community corrections program. The rest of her sentence will be served on probation. Uh, okay, so basically she's going to do two, then she's going to do 18 months community service, and then she's going to be on probation for the remaining six years. That's what that is. Yeah. Applause to her lawyer. Okay. <laughs> 
Who paid for that? <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my God! How old was she again? She's in her forties. Forty-seven. She it's her constitutional right. Now, see, this just goes to show because a lot of times, you know, there's a couple guys out there, and then I've seen guys get cracked on sometimes because you know other men might feel as though, oh, what you crying about, you know. But look, it's women out there, y'all, that's doing this to, to men sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, this whole Me Too movement and all that. Listen, respect due to all the people that was true victims and all that. But, you know, it ain't just one-sided. Like like society, you know, tries to make it seem to to be. That mm. just ain't the case. These, these women are still being extra horny, y'all. All right? Yeah. They are. Some of them. Not all of them. They <laughs> got these things. I seen this one thing, man. I said, oh, shit. She had, it was like a generator. The way she had that thing hooked up and that thing was moving. I said, oh, I, said I never knew this. But sometimes, you know, you ever seen a cat in heat, G? No, not really. Well, I did. <laughs> cat was rubbing up on shit. I had to kick the cat off my leg. Like, come on, man. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but listen. You see G laughing. But listen, man. Listen. She got she got through two years, right? Yeah. Then she gonna get eighteen months, and then she gonna and then she gonna do six six uh probation. Right. Like you said, that was that you know whoever her attorney was or whatever. And I'm not celebrating yeah. her getting off, but just. The, the way they got the, Not at all. the way they got the play set up though that cost some money now that, yeah if she was on, broke man. oh it would been it would mm -hmm. she a white lady if she was broke she would have got three years probably and got out, got out in two or a year and a half but she got it like yo you know? okay this dog we just gonna make it a little you know put you in there for a year you know dun, 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 yeah dun. a little slappy slap on the wrist yeah. when you come out you know you gotta make it look good yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's that one right there. You know what we forgot to touch on? <laughs> yeah, your teacher sex. Mm -hmm. We forgot to touch on what's next, and we had a what's next piece, and we're not gonna go through the whole thing, but we're gonna get down to what the whole thing is about. So everybody knows that there's a labor shortage out here, so we're paying more for food, gas, it's everything, and every even if you go somewhere to get served. Mm -hmm. The person don't know what he's doing because he just started because everybody keep quitting because everybody's still at home getting these um, these checks or whatever, unemployment checks. That's right. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of people trying to figure out what to do. So there's Yo, it's crazy, G. There, yeah, there's been different ideals on the table, but this one right here you might see going on, and it's a whole situation where people are starting to think about using prison workers. So people in prison will go somewhere and work for – Let's say um, a factory and get fourteen dollars. The prison system get a piece of that fourteen dollars. Wow! And then the, the prisoners got to pay, I think, two dollars a day or a week or something like that out there for the gas money to get them to and from the the prison. That's one situation, and I, I think that might be like Arkansas <laughs> doing that. You know? Dang. Let me see where this shit is at, man. I just chain gang shit. Yeah, pretty much. Companies claim there's a labor shortage, but prisoners, that could be the solution. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much that. So, a lot of waste management services, these construction companies out here, they're using the prisoners or trying to use the prisoners in other ways of getting cheap labor because don't nobody want to work. Nobody. You know, I know around here in the morning, you know, if I stop and get a coffee at the gas station or something like that, I'll see a lot of North Carolina license plates out in the lot. 
Right, right. You know, you already know what's going on. So, yeah, it's like shit. They can't mm-hmm. find nobody, man. So, everybody doing what they got to do. And, uh, right, so, exactly. So, look out for that because you people uh, getting them checks. Just remember, them joints ain't going to last forever. And when they done, you got, you're going to have to do something for money. But it might be too late in some, some cases, you know. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, that's pretty much that right there, man. So, that was this uh, what's next piece that we were going to go through. And they're discussing this in different states around the country and what they could do with the prisoners and use them and some people are against this they call this they consider it being like slave labor or something like that or them exploiting the prisoners so i'll keep your eye yeah. on that one where they're going to be using prisoners to work in these different businesses around the country during this shortage that's going on right here so uh, that's pretty much that right there um fires nightclub violence this has just been shit going on all over the country uh, a lot of nightclubs are getting shut down one in Louisville, Kentucky, that got shut down about two weeks ago. They got shut down by the city, Parkland neighborhood, wherever that's at in Louisville. So they got shut down. Two dead, four wounded out in San Rafael. That's out in California, somewhere in the Bay, uh, near nightclub okay. out there. Somebody got killed. Youngstown, Ohio, they plan to add more security to the nightclub and bar scene out there. We hear that. Woman shot to death during nightclub fight. South of Water Street Entertainment District. This is in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. That wasn't. Uh, that wasn't one of the states, though. No, boy, that's not. No, no, not Milwaukee, man. Would you move to Milwaukee? Too cold, G. Too cold for me, bro. I don't mind the cold, but I don't know. It just seems. I don't know. And then again, it might get there. It might be the dope shit, dopest shit I ever experienced. Uh, I don't know too much about it. Kansas City Club Rendezvous Lounge has a license revoked, and they forced to close at one a.m. So. That's out in Kansas City. Pregnant woman, man shot at West Philly nightclub. That was four days ago. But a lot of people around the country are getting their liquor license revoked and they getting their shit shut down by the city and states. So keep your eye on that. And So, yeah, so that's pretty I, much I just, that. I, I just know that, not to cut, but I know they've been doing that in New York for a minute now. But I, I think we spoke about this uh, on, on a few episodes early on where the city was actually coming in, New York City, um, just to get rid of these liquor licenses. I think it happened to uh, a few of the strip clubs, though, you know? And that's how they was able to shut these places down and then get these properties and then start building these tall, you know, um, residential luxury uh, condominiums and, and places for, for people to live. It, that, that was happening in a lot of the places, so, you know? Wait, wait, but, um, so you're saying, like, Shooting at clubs and whatnot, using that as this, you know, uh, the issue to get rid of the building, basically to build on that property. What you saying? That that is correct. Right. That is correct. Right. There, they, 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 there was a club that uh, allegedly that uh, Fifty Cent uh, was uh, was uh, a owner of or part owner of, um, which was a strip club out in the city somewhere. And uh, due to whatever happened, they lost their liquor license, and then therefore you know because the liquor is the that's the
you know, that the people in the area have to vote whether or not they want you to have an establishment there and if they want you to be able to uh, or occupy uh, the location with a liquor license. So right. it's political and it's money, but, you know, yeah. that's, yeah. What the, that's some of the yeah. I was just reading right here last night, or this morning, actually, uh, out in the beautiful city of Seattle, Washington. Uh, let's see, did the party down in this district right here. Three people were killed. Seattle. Multiple shootings down in Pioneer Square this morning. Two died in those shootings. Uh, 300 people was coming out of nightclub in Pioneer Square, and this will happen. That's a big club right there. 300 people, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, I mean, it's a lot of them right there, but it's not really a whole lot. But uh, I know exactly that area, and it's actually a little square there in downtown Seattle. So, yeah, yeah, I could imagine, man. A couple people got hit and killed. So, yeah, it's, be careful hey. out there this summer, you know, dealing with these clubs and everything. So, yeah, it is what it is, man. But uh, what's going on with your media bag, man? You watching anything this week? Uh, watching anything this week? Let me see. I didn't watch over the last two weeks because we ain't been on the air like in what two or three weeks. So yeah, that's right. We haven't. Um, but there's something that I do have on the agenda to watch. If um, if we could uh, build on that, just a quick second, only because it's dealing with it's dealing with the conversions of hip hop and skateboarding. Oh, and it's yeah, called yeah, yeah. it's called All the Streets Are Silent. And I think my brother uh Large Pro yeah. um Large Professor has has uh some input in and possibly some, some production on it. But um it's playing at local uh certain local uh, theaters. I'm gonna actually go check it out down in the village. Village cinema and here in New York City, man, just uh, support that independent film work and especially when dealing with the culture and some of the background, underground scenery that, that hasn't been exposed on that commercial level yet. So that's what's in my media bag, G. Yeah, and I'm going to add to that one right there if you're looking to see that. What's the name of it again, L? It's called All Streets Are Silent. All the Streets Are Silent. Hip-Hop and Skateboarding. The All Streets Are Silent. So look it up because it's not just playing in the New York City area. They're in like about uh, 13 or 15 different markets, I think, because I looked at the list. And so they're like, you know, down in Texas and other cities. So if you're out there listening to this, it is playing in theaters in those different cities other than New York. So look it up when you get a chance. Uh, it seems like a very and interesting And, gee, they project. in Canada, too, bro. They definitely in Canada, too. Okay. Yeah, they're up there, too. So it'll definitely be something up in Toronto, I'm sure, and Montreal. Yeah. And, you know, all that Winnipeg stuff. and Vancouver. Vancouver, yep. Ottawa. Yeah. You know. All those places right there. So other than that, um, I I see I, I caught the big three basketball. I ain't gonna say too much about it, <coughs> but um, mm -hmm. it was interesting. It's an interesting concept. It was interesting to see a lot of old heads I haven't seen in years out there. You know, even with the coaches, uh, and I like the yeah. way they're doing the whole half court thing. It's very interesting. So you know, when I do have time to check that out, I'm gonna check it out again. And, uh, yeah, the Big Three Basketball League, where Ice Cube is one of the owners of it, along with a couple other people. Uh, you might want to yeah. look that one up and check it out, because uh, it's definitely <laughs> some people on there you ain't seen in a while. <laughs> some of them. These <laughs> niggas look old. This shit funny, but it was, it was good to they see. They moving them, slow. They moving oh, slow. They, they moving slow. The coaches is out there that used to play back in the day. They out there with their beer bellies and. Versace shirts, all this shit, it's just funny, but it, it was dope. It was dope to see all those people, man. Very dope. Nice. So, yeah, that, nice. that was that. Also, I caught CB4 last weekend, man. I had to pull that one out. Ooh, classic. Out. Yeah, classic. 
But yeah, CB4, check that one out if you don't know anything about it. Uh, and I caught the Rolling Loud concert last night. I did probably about an hour or two of it. Probably about two hours. Okay. Sometime between, let's say, six and ten. So I think I saw some dude named Fat Nick. Blueface, I saw Blueface and this girl, little cutie, her name, Coy LeRae, Coy LeRae, something like that. She was up okay. there, and uh, after Griselda, that was it. I cut it off. Um, so I, I watched Griselda. They all was up nice. there. Yeah, they did their performance, and they, um, they even had the girl up there with them, Armani Caesar. That's their female artist. So okay, I, I took, you, know, you know, it was something, you know, for the kids, man. The joint was packed. A lot of people was out there, so... Yeah, that was rolling loud, and that was down in Miami. I think tonight is the last night of it, so you know, right, it is right. what it is. We record this on a Sunday, so by the time we get this up, this shit will probably be done. But, I mean, if you like music, that's for 12-year-olds to 25-year-olds. Go for it, you know. you got a whole weekend worth of concerts to go look up online, you know. Go ahead. Go get your Woodstock on. You know, check it out. Check it out. So, yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode of the Scramble Life Podcast. Like I said, I wasn't going to keep you guys long this week. Uh, we've been doing this now for 30 episodes. We are episode number 30. You know, we're going to try to get better. We're going to try to incorporate some guests eventually, sooner than later. I don't care yeah. if it's a bus driver or a CNA nurse. We're going to talk to people about what they're going through in the Scramble Life out here in the world. So, on this note... um, I think we're going to do this one a little bit old school and do it like this, y'all. We out of here. Peace. What's up, y'all? It's the world famous. Right here. Hey, you're now listening to the sounds of the Scramble Life Podcast. Are you ready? Hell yeah. All right, here we go.